Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. Welcome back to the She Shines podcast, and we are back with a special series. Yay. This is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this series is called Business Trends for Multi-Passionates. And in today's episode, we are focusing on marketing and branding strategies that industry entrepreneurs are using to build their brand community. We have an amazing lineup for this episode, including in a CEO of a beauty institute, an attorney, and a health coach. First up, we have Dr. Oyen Consola, Dr. O as she is known. She is the CEO of HD Pro Global Beauty Institute and Body Med Spa. Along with her CEO role, as if that weren't enough, <laughs> she holds many other titles, including <clears throat> philanthropist, public speaker, educator, author, entrepreneur, and mother of three boys. <laughs> she owns and runs multiple businesses under Honey Drops Pro Inc. She's the founder of the Honey Drops Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit, and a veteran educator with Dallas ISD. Yes, Texas. <laughs> she sits on the board of two nonprofits as the president and board secretary, respectively. She is a lifetime member of the International Society of Female Professionals. She's a thought leader, an experienced international public speaker, corporate trainer, life coach, podcast, and talk show host of Dr. O Speaks. Oh my goodness. I mean, Woo! talk about multi-passionate. She Hello. is just killing the game. And we were beyond grateful to learn from Dr. O. I mean, when you hear this episode, you you can just, you will be able to feel her energy. Mm -hmm. And and we were just so, so grateful to be in her presence and, and learn. So she's giving us the lowdown on how building a solid brand and community has contributed to her success, the unique ways that she engages with her clients, and how to brand yourself in a saturated market. We know you're absolutely going to love it. Get ready to tune in. Welcome back to the She Shines podcast. We are delighted today to be joined by Dr. Oyin Consola. She is the CEO of HD Pro Global Beauty Institute and Body Med Spa. Dr. Yes. O is in the building, y'all. Yes. 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 You guys are really hot. Like, there's no music, but look. Yes. <laughs> we make our own here. I love it. <laughs> Dr. O, we are so excited to, to be chatting with you today in this roundtable style interview. Um, we, we would love if you could tell us about your business mission, as well as the community that you serve. Awesome. So HD Pro Global Beauty Institute and Body Med Spa is on a mission to help individuals, men and women, transform their bodies and physical appearance in about 90 days or less. We believe that in 90 days or less, we not only help you transform what you look like, but we help you transform your thinking and your habits and relationships to things that got you to where you were before you came to us. Mm. So that's where we came about that number 90 days or less. Mm. So our mission and our community really just spans 
several different people. We work with women, we work with men, we work with different demographics, you know, because our services are extensive. So we have a huge community of people who love to not only receive our services, but just relate to us. So it's been an exciting journey. Yes. Oh my goodness. And we were reading through your, your bio before, which everyone please go check out the show notes and just see how amazingly accomplished and educated and just the list goes on and on and on Dr. O. And so we we're so honored that you're here and obviously throughout your extensive career and your journey to entrepreneurship, you have worked with many individuals and in the business that you're running now, could you tell us a little bit about what community means to you on this journey that you've been on and and what it means to HD Pro Global Beauty? Community to us means everyone that we come in contact with every day, whether or not we provide a service or product to them, we are able to add some type of value to them. Mm -hmm. We're able to put a smile on their face. We're able to help answer their questions. We're just able to help them make them feel better than they felt before they came in contact with us. So our community is the people who come into our spa, our medical offices, our community are the people we interact with on social media, online, everyone that we just kind of come in contact with in any way, they have to feel that they are better off just encountering us. So that's what our community looks like. And honestly, it's become a global one. So I'm really, really grateful for that. Yeah, that is so beautiful. And I I can definitely tell that it's honestly, it's no surprise to me that that is what community means to you, because that is exactly the impact that you have on others. Um, Just a really quick story for our our listeners and our viewers. Uh, We connected with Dr. O via Clubhouse. So shout out to Clubhouse, specifically the daily networking room for connecting us. Because Dr. O, like you put a smile on my face literally every day (laughs) when I get to hear, um, hear you speak in this room. So if you haven't connected with her, please be sure, like Alex said earlier, to go head over to the show notes and connect. And that way you too can be just like, embraced in the warmth that is Dr. O because she is truly a phenomenal human. (laughs) So Anna Laura, thank you so much. That is so sweet. We're fangirls. It's I'm so honored. Thank you, ladies. Yes, yes, of course. And like Alex was talking about your incredible journey into entrepreneurship, we know it hasn't been an easy ride by any means. And we know there's probably been a lot of changes, a lot of evolutions along the Mm -hmm. way. But we believe as you grow and evolve, so can your business, so can the community that you serve. How have you experienced change in your brand and in your business? Several ways. The brand started over about 15 years ago in 2006, and I just ventured out as a freelance makeup artist. And in those years, several things have changed. Our name has evolved. I mean, we went from several different branding looks the other day I was looking at some business cards. I was like, ooh, <laughs> did we really have that design, you know? So I was like, ooh. But it's good to see how we've evolved over the years. And now we're here today. And we have set ourselves up from just being a one-man show, moving around, toting makeup kits and just doing um, wedding makeups and events and photo shoots to now having a corporate brand that whereby we're offering our franchise program to individuals all over the globe. We have financing that is available in-house through um, a national um, funding company who really trusts us to say we're going to fund 
the people who want to buy into your franchise. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. also have training programs that I've helped over 70. And I say over 70 because that's just been conservative. Students yeah. who have been trained and certified through our programs. And now we're growing in developing affiliates who are also using our curriculum to train students and certify wow. them through our beauty institute. So for me, it's been a phenomenal journey of just being poured out every day and just seeing that my ability to continue to create based on inspiration and when I'm led and I'm like, we got to do this and just not stopping. It's Mm. become valuable to not only myself, but to a lot of people. Like today, I got a call and a lady that I trained, she said, oh, Dr. O, someone um, approached me and I want to train her. But, you know, what do you think I should charge her? And what do you think that you're going to help certify her? I was like, no, don't undercut your price. Remember, you're empowering her to build a career. Mm-hmm. So whether you're new to this or not, I'm here to support you. But you're going to charge her the full amount that you deserve. And then this is what it's going to cost for us to certify her. And we're going to work together to ensure that you grow your business. So for me, that is like that. That's the that's the beauty. And that's what the journey has been like evolving from being just one person and being able to see yourself duplicated in systems, systems, not just people, but duplicating yourself into systems and now using those systems to help other people duplicate you. Because if you say you just want to duplicate people, I'm not God. I cannot make people Mm -hmm. become like me. If I I create a system that Mm -hmm. they can trust and they can easily Mm -hmm. imbibe into what they have, thereby everyone who is using my system in turn is using me. Mm -hmm. And inevitably they start thinking, acting, adding value to the world, just like me. Oh, yes. I... Just please, if you are listening, watching, whatever, just rewind that, listen to it again, embody that Mm -hmm. because that is literally the key to so much in business. Like when you're able to duplicate things through systems and like you said, like it causes that, a guest earlier mentioned this too, that ripple effect Mm -hmm. um, in, in your business and really in the world. And when you have a a mission as beautiful as yours and, and a community as beautiful as yours, you want to be able to duplicate that and, and allow that impact to spread globally. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that's so beautiful. And we we can definitely relate to the the starting. I was just cleaning out our office and I found Anna Laura and I our first business card, which was oh. literally on paper <laughs> that we cut into like uneven rectangles. And it was like one of the first events we ever went to. And we were like, we don't have business cards. And Anna Laura was like, I got it. And just like printed and we just cut (laughs) and that was it. But like you said, it's just so, it's so beautiful to look back on where you started, where you are now and the ripple effect that you've had on others. So we we appreciate the transparency and and also the value that you brought with, with sharing that story. Thank you. Yeah. So we have just a few more questions for you. So Over at She Shines, we serve multi-passionate entrepreneurs. So women who have got their hands in a lot of pots, right? They, they have a lot of roles and passions going on. And a lot of times one of their struggles is knowing how to sell, knowing how to find clients and knowing how to do that coming from a place where it feels good for them. Um, so what advice could you give to, to our community and everyone else listening and watching out there on how to authentically sell to their clients? First of all, 
authentically selling to your clients starts from a place of knowing yourself. You mm -hmm. have to know yourself. You have to know who you are. And mm -hmm. that is where you begin to figure out what can I do to communicate my message authentically mm -hmm. to people without seeming like I am selling them or trying to just get in their pockets. Right. Because yes. people, you know, I mean, in the world today, there's so much noise around. And the reality of the matter is I had to also master this, finding a way to separate myself from being a salesy. And I say that it's very bad grammar, by the way. Mm -hmm. we, it's, we use that all the time, actually. <laughs> we like salesy. We're yeah. like, just make it a word. <laughs> it should be a salesy salesperson. But I really want people to understand that authentically, what I am offering to you is extremely valuable to you. Mm -hmm. One of my students told me one day while we were in training, she's like, Wow, Doctor, well, I didn't realize that even though we are in the business of vanity, we are really helping a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I said, what made you say that? She said, because of everything you're saying. And I can see the passion in your voice. And I can understand that every single thing that I do and how it actually helps to impact the lives of my clients is not just me doing something that makes them feel vain or makes them feel beautiful. It's actually helping their lives. Mm -hmm. We not only help our clients by transforming their minds, we build their confidence. We help to encourage them. We help to cheer. We're like cheerleaders, we're like <laughs> therapists, we're like, you know, encouragers, we're <laughs> like mama bears, we're like, okay, coach, I'm gonna whoop you in the behind you. <laughs> we are all of those things rolled into one, but we do it from a place of love mm -hmm. and a place of genuineness because that is what is gonna keep your business around for the long term. That is mm -hmm. what is going to get people who don't know you to eventually say, you know what, I want to learn about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I want to understand a little bit more. And the more people who get closer to you without you having to sell and say, here for this price, for this dollar amount, then you begin to carve out your message. Your mm -hmm. message is going to come from your authenticity of knowing who you are. Because mm -hmm. people want to connect to a brand, but they want to connect to a person first, a human mm -hmm. being. Even though we connect to Coca-Cola, the only reason we buy Coke is because we see some beautiful family on TV <laughs> and they look so happy drinking it. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go drink it too because we're connecting to the humanity in them. Mm -hmm. So you have to find and know yourself. Tell your message authentically, believing that there are people out there who are truly going to resonate with your message. You don't have to tell Alex's message or Anna Laura's message just because you feel, oh my God, those ladies are doing so well with their podcast. I'm going to just go mimic them. <laughs> Why are you going to spend time mimicking someone else when the original of you is going to waste? Mm. So I feel like that's just the best thing I can tell anybody because everyone has a message. No matter what, my message is very rare and very weird. I'm this African girl who moved here to the United States, started a business, mm -hmm. gets a lot of education, all the way to PhD level, and then decides, you know what? I'm just going to run a medical spa. <laughs> you know, that's my, that's my story. And it's a beautiful one. Mm -hmm. And every, another person's story could just be, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've been home for all these years. And now I'm deciding to do something for myself. I've raised my kids and now I think I have something to offer. And I'm going to take that message and I'm going to run with it. So yeah. guess what? So many stay-at-home moms will see the possibility that exists in the fact that you can get up at any point in time and start over and yeah. do whatever it is that you want to do. So knowing yourself and building your message from there 
that's the best way. Oh my goodness. Mic drop. (laughs) I'm just like, and we're off. (laughs) That was so beautifully said. And I know Alex and I can like, well, I'll speak for you, Alex. Like (laughs) both just got so jazzed up listening to that. And I think it's something we're going to take with us and actually listen to again and again, because you're so right. And you speak with such conviction and passion. You can tell it comes from such an authentic place. Um, and it comes from your own experience in selling. I mean, you have this clear vision and you're able to, to convey that so, so beautifully. And that is because you do know exactly who you are and you do know the exact impact that you are having on the world. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to do that, it, it becomes less about sales and like the, the how to, and more just like giving value and how can you not have this in your life. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to speak from that place, then it's no longer that salesy. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for, Mm -hmm. for sharing that. I just got like all the chills and all the feels and all the things listening to you speak. It's just, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our, our last question um, before we wrap this up is what is your favorite way to connect with and nurture and engage your community? The best way for me is, I'm a media person. I love videos. Um, I think that the the biggest thing that God has given me is my voice. Mm -hmm. Um, Outside of everything else that I possess. I'm a multi-potentialite. And I just literally figured that out. Like someone said, you do so much. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what that means. But she's like, you're a multi-potentialite. But I said, one thing in my journey I've been able to discover is the king of my gifts. And that's the title of my last book, which is on Amazon. I understand that my voice is the, is the thing that God has given me. And that is the one tool that I use to just connect. Because I feel like when I hear my voice, I kind of squirm a little bit mm-hmm. because it sounds weird to me. Mm-hmm. I sound really weird to myself. By the way, I don't like listening to playbacks about me. And all. I was like, what is that? Why does she sound like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can relate. One thing I realize is that voice is what people hear every time. And when I open my mouth and speak, and I always speak from a place of truth and honesty, and I tell them exactly how it is. And that's how I connect to my community. And that's how I have found over the time to just let people see my heart. You know, you can look at all of the aesthetics, the beauty, the makeup, and all of those things. For me, that is not it. I need you to hear me. And I don't just want you to hear the words that are coming out from my mouth. I need you to hear my heart on every matter that I talk about. So that is my, that is my lifeline, my voice to my community. And I know that for however long I have to live, that's the one thing I'm going to keep using, my voice to connect. Whether I'm making a joke, I'm making <laughs> a silly TikTok, I'm doing some really goofy video, I'm just really educating and being very serious I really want my voice to be the one thing that continues to resonate in the hearts of whoever, wherever they hear it. I want them to, oh, oh that's Dr. O's voice. <laughs> that, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, we know we will definitely be saying that (laughs) and so many other people after listening and watching this episode, that's Dr. O's voice. All right, and next you are going to hear from owner and attorney at JD Law, Jen Dickwist. Now, 
any stereotypes that you have in your head right now of like stuffy suits, <laughs> corporate office, bad lighting, unaffordable legal help, like throw those right out the window. Jen is here to provide reasonably cost legal services at a price individuals can afford. Can we get an amen? <laughs> so, amen, amen. <laughs> you're going to learn from Jen how breaking from tradition and what's quote unquote expected of you can actually elevate your brand and bring in more clients while still focusing on making an impact with your services. You guys are going to love Jen. Get ready to learn. All right. Hi, Jen. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, we are so good. We are excited to talk to you and get to learn more about your business and the community that you serve. So let's dive in. Tell us about your business's mission and the brand community that you serve. Absolutely. So I have a law firm owned, operated, run by me. Um, This year I hired my first employee, so it's expanding. Congrats. It's It's been an exciting year Um, and my mission and goal with my law firm is to provide good legal services to people who are making between $25,000 and $100,000 a year, Um, specifically focusing on the $25,000 to like $60,000 range because I found, I've worked at a couple big firms and I found that these people don't qualify for any type of legal assistance programs. They can't just go to your local legal aid and walk in and get help, but that they really need someone to care about them, care about their case and not empty their bank account in the process. And so my focus is, you know, definitely making sure that it's affordable for the person and we, I can actually stay with them for the majority of their case and not have to back out because of lack of funding. That is so powerful on Mm -hmm. so many levels. Um, I just absolutely love that. And this is something that we talk about all the time is knowing your community, knowing your ideal customer, it really start or client rather, it really starts with defining the need first. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you yeah. like. You led with that so strongly. Like you provide good legal services to those making twenty-five to one hundred k a year, but more specifically, because you've seen and you've experienced how underserved they are, mm-hmm. and so you really identify that need in in your industry, and that is what you do so beautifully. So thank you so much for sharing that. Absolutely, it's um. I've also noticed that millennials, we don't like to part with the little money that we do earn and make yeah. that doesn't go to, that doesn't go to student loans yes. and Amen. whatever else we have going on. And so they don't want to spend $10,000 on a divorce or on custody. They want to be in out quick, get an agreement, be done with it and not spend their life savings. It's better mm-hmm. in their pockets than in mine, really. Mm. I love that little tagline there, better in their pockets, not less. Uh, <laughs> so tell us too a little bit about the the culture of of the people that you work with and and how you've grown this. What's the word I'm looking for? Like what are what are the the values and and the culture that that surrounds the community that you've built at your law firm? So my um 
tagline, I guess, for the firm is alternative style, traditional caring. Oh, because the other attorney in my office, we both, you know, are, we don't dress like attorneys. (laughs) We probably don't talk like attorneys. You know, most people, when they picture an attorney, they picture, you know, like a 50 year old man Mm -hmm. talking to you about the law. And so We've really like honed in on. It's kind of creepy you said that. (laughs) That is, it's what everyone (laughs) thinks. I mean, and most of the time, you know, if, if somebody were to have a legal problem, especially before, you know, say age 30, it's your like dad's friend that you contact. (laughs) Right. You Literally, know, like you, it's like, you know, this person that is in my (laughs) mind right now. That's so funny. And, you know, so we decided, you know, we're just going to be who we are as people. You know, I, I am covered in tattoos. Um, I currently have pink and yellow hair, like, (laughs) and I'm just who I am, but that doesn't mean I care any less about your case Mm -hmm. and doesn't mean I can't provide you the services that you need. And so we really focus on making someone feel like they have a friend in the fight with them Mm -hmm. and not a professional that you can't ever get a hold of that you struggle to talk to and who talks down to you because they have this specialized knowledge. So, you know, it's, we always joke, it's kind of like a clubhouse hangout at our office. Oh, like we're always like swearing with loud music on and, you know, doing whatever we need to do for the day, but it's a fun environment. And I think a lot of, especially, you know, the under like 45 group of clients really appreciate that we are just authentic and who we are as people. Mm. We don't try to be anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's so important because that's, I, at the end of the day, that's who you're going to attract and that's who you're going to work with and be spending a lot of time around. So that's so important that you're true to yourself, but I guess before you stepped into this role as owner. Like, I know you went through such a journey to get there. So how, you know, how have you grown and evolved? And then how has that impacted your business and the clients that you serve? How have they evolved over time too? So I learned two things, two very important things um, at the law firms that I had worked at prior. And the first was that everyone has their own style of being a lawyer and some people are just in it for the money or the connections. Some people are, you know, want you to be the person that they want you to be. And, you know, it's, it's disheartening that other older attorneys don't take younger people under their wing and say, you can be the attorney you want to be. And just learn this area of law to complement it. Mm. The second thing is you don't need to micromanage other people. Mm. Other people are adults. Like, and if you can't, if that person can't get the work done, can't, you know, isn't up to your standards, that's okay. You could find either teach them or you could find another person, but you don't need to micromanage. And so those are my, like, I let um, the other associate in my office operate their cases how they want to. And, you know, I don't ask, you know, the nitty gritty details. They keep notes, they monitor everything, and we just let it flow. Mm. The work gets done. I don't have to be, you know, over their shoulder 24 seven wondering what's going on. Yeah, that's so important as a leader too. you know, to not to know that 
things are going to get done <laughs> without having to, to breathe. You know, it is, it is this weird, like leap of faith. Like you just have to trust that yeah. the people you hire are going to do the things that you want them to do for you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely, we're growing together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. for four years, it was just me. So it's definitely like a new, a new chapter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have, has like over time, like those that you've served, has that changed at all as well? Like, did you start out always knowing that's who you wanted to serve with your own law firm? So I didn't actually ever intend on owning my own law firm. Um, I actually got fired from my last job, conflict clash with personalities Mm -hmm. and it didn't work out and that's fine. And I started applying to jobs and the more I did, the more I was like, you know what? I really just, I don't like the environments that I'm interviewing at. I'm not happy. What can I do? And so I was just like, all right, I'm going to take my Mac and I'm going to start a law firm. (laughs) Like I hadn't intended it. I started it like over two months. I had zero clients and I've just worked it from the ground up. And when I decided you know, to do this, I sat down and I was like, who can I help the most Mm -hmm. with my time and with my knowledge and with my effort? And that's how I kind of settled on the demographic that I was targeting. And, you know, I use my website as uh, open and honest communication about pricing. I have like a calculator on there, you click what you need, and it tells you the price, you know, and I really try to bring it home that that is my mission. Amazing. That's so, I, I love the the uniqueness of not only who you serve, but really the way you serve them. And it's very clear that your experiences as, uh, you know, working in these other law firms, like that has impacted the way you lead, the way you're, you shape the culture um, and the way you, you, you know, directly impact the lives of your clients. So it's, it's, it's really inspiring and, and very, thank you just for being so transparent and thank you. because like, I just think that's, that's, if you're listening or watching, however, you're absorbing this, this interview, um, definitely take note of that. You know, if you are starting something new, who can I help the most? Love that, that is question. a beautiful question. Yeah. So thank you so much. And, and, you know, you always have to reevaluate. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit on the same demographic. Yeah. Um, so and you don't have that. to help and you don't have to help the same, help people in the same way. You can, right now we're working um, on getting funding to establish mini legal hubs in underserved communities in Pittsburgh. And so this would allow people that don't have transportation, don't have the ability to take time off to come to someone right next door, right in their neighborhood and get an do a um, intake and ask where their help, where they can get help. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to travel downtown. They don't have to waste a day. They don't have to be told we can't help you because you make too much, but not enough to pay for a lawyer. And so we're working on, that's our next step is to bring it more to the people that are in our communities and not just be, you know, a law firm in an ivory tower somewhere downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so beautiful, Jen. And it's still like, 
very true to like the core of, of your mission and, you know, how you want to use your law degree and how you want to provide legal services to these people who maybe have been overlooked or underserved, you know, and, and I'm so glad you, you said your little statement before, because Anna Laura and I always talk about, you know, as, as you grow and evolve, as your business grows and evolves, so can, you know, the, the community that you serve or how you're doing it, but, you know, at the core of that mission, that mission has stayed the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, I always tell people that I meet them usually at the worst place in their life. Mm -hmm. They're getting a divorce. They're fighting over custody of their children, you know, and it's hard and heartbreaking. And for many people, literally the lowest point that they're at. And I don't need to add to that by being an attorney and demanding extra money for my work or being aggressive about payments, about billing, you know, mm-hmm. attorneys charge for text messages now. <sighs> like, wow. I don't need to charge for a text message to effectively work on your case, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just remembering what being a human being is really like. And do you really want to kick someone when they're down? And so I always try to make sure like, you know, just bring it back to if I was in this situation, um, how would I want to be treated? And if, and if I wouldn't do it to myself, I'm not doing it to somebody else. Jen, I got to say, I feel like you've taken every, every stereo, like bad negative stereotype about lawyers, (laughs) you've like written them out and been like, how can I do the opposite? And and it's so beautiful. It's so refreshing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just, I know so many people out there are grateful that there are lawyers like you in the world, or maybe you're the only one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that's I don't know, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I will say you are a rare bird <laughs> in, in that industry, but we're so grateful that, that you came on and, and shared this with us. Cause I, I, you know, I just think it's so, so beautiful, so needed. And just, like I said, just very refreshing. Um, absolutely. So I love helping so people. Much. It's very clear, very yeah. evident, like, mm-hmm. you know, from the moment you decided that you were going to start this, putting others first, it is a true service that like you are very service, you're a service servant leader, a service provider. Like we're so grateful, um, that people like you exist. So thank, thank you. you. We would love to know what you are working on right now and where we can connect with you as well. So Currently, we're working on expanding into, we're calling it law locally right now, um, and having legal hubs in your community. We're going to start with four neighborhoods in Pittsburgh, and then hopefully be able to expand and also start including other lawyers if they want to use office space and have consultations with clients. So it's not just family law, even though that is an area that has the least assistance programs Mm -hmm. to help people. So um, we are focusing on that. And then um, I have a wonderful website that another woman owned business created for me. um, And it's jdlawpa.com. And that's also my Instagram, my Facebook, it's all my branding is under that name. So you could pretty much find me everywhere. Perfect. Well, we're going to link all of that in the show notes so everyone can go stalk you. And if you're looking for a new lawyer, maybe, maybe you found right. you found one today. <laughs> and if you're not, I'm always open to just talk, make connections and make new friends. So 
Yes, definitely go check out Jen. Jen, thank you so much for coming on, sharing such value. Absolutely. What you have heard or watched today, that is applicable to literally any industry across the board, no matter what you're in. It's just putting humans first, being a human yourself and putting others before you. So much for coming on and sharing that, Jen. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Now, our last guest of this episode is a health coach. Her name is Nagina Abdullah. She is the founder and CEO of MasalaBody.com. She's been featured in Fox News, Business Insider, and Health Magazine for her work at Masala Body. At Masala Body, she helps busy, ambitious women looking to lose those 20 to 40 pounds create a sustainable lifestyle solution so they can stop yo-yo dieting and restricting their food. Nagina shows us how your own personal story can be the foundation for a successful brand and the clients that you serve. We are so excited to be chatting with Nagina today. Nagina, can you tell us a little bit about your business's mission and the unique brand community that you serve? Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm the founder and CEO of MasalaBody.com, a top-rated weight loss website for women. And um, and so the brand that I serve is I really help ambitious women who are professionals, uh, who are physicians, or who are entrepreneurs, and they're really looking to uh, become the healthiest version of themselves. Um, and what the way that I do this is I really create a lifestyle transformation, and I don't have um, diets associated with the work that I do because so many women will follow diets and they'll go on this yo-yo that's up and down and it's very unhealthy. Yes. Preach it. Yeah, totally. And I did it myself. I did it myself. I followed diet after diet, but after I created a lifestyle transformation and started just eating the right breakfast, lunch, dinner, getting rid of my sugar cravings, I actually lost 40 pounds and wore a bikini in my thirties for the first time and loved it, you know, and, and, so yeah, so it was amazing. Um, and one of the things that really stands out about my brand is that I create that lifestyle transformation. And second is that I also use um, a lot of metabolism boosting foods and spices in my meals and I make my food taste really good. So mm. it's really different than a lot of other weight loss methods because I'm adding spices, I'm adding delicious foods and I'm focusing on making things taste good instead of focusing on restriction. And mm. that's brought about a whole different type of community that has stood out from other um, health and weight loss companies. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Alex and I actually both come from health and wellness backgrounds um, where we spent years, like I was a personal trainer, health coach, the works. Um, So what you're saying absolutely resonates Mm -hmm. with us. And we're just over here like, yes, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) I can imagine that's amazing because when you're like, as a health coach, you see what everybody's been through and all Mm -hmm. the, all the restriction, all the rejection, all the yo-yo up and down. And you know that it doesn't have to be like that. We, yes. we do. Yes. We, we learn from experience, but yeah, no, I absolutely love that. So please can you, our next question for you, can you define your community's culture? I know you touched on this a little bit, um, but can you define that and elaborate on that a little more? 
So my, yes, I'm so excited to share my, my community's culture is all about being positive and, um, and believing that you can live your best life possible. Um, and, and not feeling like as you get older, that, that the world has to end and that you have to just live a life that where you don't feel good in your body, you feel frumpy, you don't, you don't wear cute clothes. It's all about like wearing a bikini, whether what age, what age you are going rock climbing, skiing, snowboarding, <laughs> water skiing skiing, like living it up and, um, and doing it while you're creating a family, if that's, if that's your choice and, or while you're building a six and seven figure plus business, it's very possible to live that healthy, vibrant, active life, um, and, and live the life of your dreams when you focus on this lifestyle transformation. So really the culture is really positive. It's really upbeat and it's really hopeful that things can change. It's very much about self-improvement and not about criticizing, um, it's, it's about that positivity. Yes. I love that. Nagina. I love also too, that you touch on what it is not, because I think sometimes that's just as important as what your community culture is, right. And it really helps to filter out the specific type of people that you want in your community. I mean, I know some people do very well within the health and wellness space when they do get constructive criticism and, you know, people think, Hey, you didn't do that. Right. And some people don't do that. Myself included, don't do that well with that type of style of learning. So to really be so specific about like how your community learns, how they support one another. And really, like you said, what your community is and what it is not. I just, I love how you, how you mentioned that. And um, one thing that we believe over at She Shines is that as you grow and evolve, your business grows and evolve, right? And that can include your mission statement. That can include the community you serve. And so we're wondering, because we have definitely been through this and we love asking other entrepreneurs this question, what, ex- what changes have you experienced within your own brand community as you've grown and evolved as an entrepreneur? Okay. So what changes have I experienced in my brand and community? So one of the things is that, you know, when I first started, um, the way that I really um, uh, went deep in, in an area is that I had published an article um, on the health and wellness website, uh, Mind Body Green. And, and that's a really big website. It took me Absolutely. a lot of work to get that, that guest post published. It brought me 1200 subscribers within wow. two days. Oh it was like, it was amazing. And, um, and, and it, so what happened is the, the article I wrote was called these five spices help me lose 40 pounds. And from that article, I found out that people were very, very, um, like just c- completely engaged in spices. Like it was mm. something so interesting to them. In fact, I got so much positivity and so much good feedback from that article and from other talks that I started doing around that, that I created my first online program called Spice Yourself Skinny. (laughs) And um, I still do have that program. It's helped hundreds of women lose 20 to 40 and more pounds by eating delicious foods that have metabolism boosting spices like um, turmeric and cinnamon and cumin and garlic. Mm -hmm. And they loved eating that. And so, but what happened is that, you know, I loved it. I was getting a lot of success, but I felt very niched and I felt Mm. very narrowed in Mm. that I was only attracting a certain kind of audience who was very kind of like, who was very into food only, whereas weight loss and getting healthy was so much bigger than only Mm. food. It's also about habit change, lifestyle change. It's about knowing what to order when you, you go eat out, knowing how to travel. It's also about fitness and exercise. Yeah. So there was a much bigger conversation that I wanted to be known for. And it took me years to actually 
pull myself up because I was seeing there was so much interest in the spice yourself skinny concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I've done over time is I created now a more high end premium coaching program called slim down transformation. And that's where I talk about this whole lifestyle shift and give so much more support. And so I've been able to up-level the services I offer to people. Um, but it really took me having a vision and a dream of who I wanted to be and who I wanted to serve because I was getting a lot of attention for certain things, um, which was hard for me to find in the beginning. I found that, but then I, I, I decided that would be part of my brand, but not my only brand. And so I built on that. Now I include those spices in my foods, but it's not the only thing that I teach. Yeah. Yes. I think you actually just answered our next question, in fact, (laughs) Um, which which is so beautiful because we were going to ask you, like, how has your brand affected your community, but also your community can have an impact on your brand and on your business. Mm -hmm. And I think we definitely, like, you've definitely experienced that and that you started out in this one very more or less narrow focus, um, which you saw tremendous success with, but ultimately like it wasn't, um, resonating with you and you wanted to, to pivot to into something else and be more inclusive of these other aspects of the health and wellness journey, the health and wellness lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I, that's incredible that you listen, not only to your community and what they wanted, but also to yourself. And mm-hmm. I think as, as entrepreneurs, a lot of the times we can get so focused in on, and like influenced by, our community, which is great, but if it's out of alignment with where you want to be and what you want to see for your own self, your own life, your own business, that's just as important. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for touching on that so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just skip on ahead to yeah. the next question. Can you tell us what you're working on right now? And also where can we connect with you? Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, I am so excited because as I started to really take my business to this next stage, I started to learn that I really connected well with people over live video, just, you know, like over a a video format and doing it live. And so I have, um, I have created a workshop that has now brought in thousands of women who have lost between five and 12 pounds in only this five day, um, workshop that I create. And, and I, I do a lot of teaching during this time. So I give a lot of free value. I teach about the um, a fat burning food framework where women learn how to pair their food so that they're full and they no longer have sugar cravings because they've eaten the right nutrients. They're giving their body the right mm-hmm. foods. I teach the metabolism boosting morning routine where I teach four elements to have in your morning that take five minutes total or less that will set up the rest of the tone for your day. So you're boosting your metabolism all day long. And then I teach about mindsets, mind blowing mindsets that help you slim down. And so I have an upcoming slim down coming up and um, you could register for that and find me there by heading to masalabody.com forward slash slim down. And at that slim down, it's a five day workshop. I teach all of this material. I give you workbooks. I give you cheat sheets and women are just getting incredible results from it and really learning that entire shift of what food should I eat? What mindset should I have? Um, Mm -hmm. How do I get off sugar? you know, which is a huge question that women have. And I cover all of that from A to Z. Uh, That sounds so amazing, Nagina. And thank you so much for sharing all the amazing things that you have going on. We are going to link everything. So 
our community can follow along with you. And, and if you're listening or watching out there, you definitely want to head to the show notes and, and stock Nagina and, and see all the amazing offers that, that she has for you and improving your health and wellness. And we know how important that is as entrepreneurs, especially multi-passionate entrepreneurs over here at She Shines, where we have a million things going on at all times. Um, but we just want to thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing about the unique brand community that, that you serve at Masala body. And I think the two main points that I really took from, from your speaking was know what your legacy is, right? Like what you want to be known for, and then know what your community isn't just as much as you know what your community is. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode in the Business Trends for Multi-Passionates series. Go on, shoot us a DM or email. Let us know who else you'd like to hear from on an upcoming episode in this series or what industry that you'd like to learn from. As always, girlfriends, our inboxes are open. And don't forget, limited spots are open for private coaching with the two of us. Hello, hello. You can head to the show notes to learn more to see if we are the right fit for you. We would love to help you shine. In the meantime, girlfriend, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.